Pull up a chair and get comfortable. It's time to talk about your federal benefits. Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators presents the FABC Podcast with Elizabeth Inman and Brian Fentress. Hi, Elizabeth Inman here over at FEBC. I got some good things to talk about, some TSP updates, lots of things changing. I'm going to talk to you about some announcements that they've made, and then I'm going to talk to you about a couple of things that's happened right inside of my office as I've been working with federal employees. So first of all, let's talk about some of the announcements they've made. There is going to soon be a new tracking process for loan applications. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think you're going to be real happy with it. So before long, you're actually going to be able to track the process of your loan. So you apply for a loan from TSP. And there's actually going to be a portal where you'll be able to track the process of your loan from the time you apply all the way through the process. So um, it'll notify you when spousal consent has taken place. It'll notify you when all of your documents are in place all the way through the process. Won't that be cool? No more submitting your documents and sitting back and wondering, wow, where are they at with my loan application? So that, that's going to be pretty cool. Now, earlier this year, as we know, because of what happened last year with the rollout of the new record-keeping system with Accenture, not everybody was real happy. That, that was a real bumpy process. A lot of people got locked out of their accounts. There was major delays, a lot of problems. So some of these new features that's coming out is a result of some of the unease and frustrations that people felt. You know, earlier this year, there were seven employees, TSP participants, that's actually filed suit. So I think TSP is working overtime to try to create some really cool features that we're going to benefit from. That's a good thing, such as um, once they get this loan tracking process in place, you're going to see things like tracking for withdrawals. Now, that'll be cool. So you go online, put in a withdrawal request, and then there will be tracking text coming to you that will tell you where you're at in the withdrawal process. Very similar to what I described about the loan uh, tracking. I think that's going to be super cool. And if that works well, they're going to have other transactions that will also be tracked as well. So that's good process, uh, progress. Um, now then, um, what has happened inside of my office as I've been working with federal employees I had one letter carrier come into my office that had already retired the month before. Now, this particular person came in and had already retired the month before, had already started getting paperwork, um, and he was in arrears for his annual leave. So that means he had used annual leave that he had not earned yet. So he had gotten a letter of demand, and he kind of tossed that paperwork over to me and said, hey, can you help me with this paperwork? I want to set up a... A payment plan so sure no no big deal that's what I do do that kind of stuff all the time we got through that and then he tossed me some other paperwork that kind of looked familiar to me because I've, I've been doing this a long time um, although I could tell there was some differences in this paperwork and it was paperwork from TSP and he said I guess I need to set up a loan payment or I maybe I just need to pay it back but this is on my loan from TSP 
And I said, but I thought you told me that you were retired. He said, well, I am retired, but they're telling me I got to pay it back. And I said, you mean pay back your loan from TSP? He said, yeah. And so rather than go ahead and say anything, I decided to look over the three-page letter that was from TSP. And I'm looking for some familiar wording that for years I've seen in this type of correspondence. So I skimmed through the three pages. I don't see the familiar language. So I go back and I slow down my skimming and I look through all three pages and I still don't see the language I'm looking for. So for a third time, I go very slowly and read through the three pages and it dawns on me that the language I'm looking for is not in that document. In fact, the language that's in that document is instructing him to indeed pay back that loan or he will be in delinquent status. And in all of my years of dealing with the TSP myself as a TSP participant, in dealing with TSP as a FERS retiree and dealing with participants of TSP in my role as a federal benefit coordinator, it's the first time I'd ever seen anybody being told that if they did not pay back that loan, they would be in delinquent status. So rather than saying anything, I just said, hey, how about if we call TSP and I kind of help you with some questions? He said, sure, let's do that. So I was very pleased. He called TSP, and, and man, they were, they were that fast in answering the phone. That's nice. None of these one-hour, two-hour holds like we've experienced in the past with, past with TSP. In fact, I'm just going to tell you it's been quite a while since it's been a long line calling. But just to make this story short, the person who answered the phone proceeded to tell him that indeed he had to pay that loan back. Otherwise, he would be delinquent. And when he asked, well, what does that mean? The person on the line said, well, they had seen it happen before that that could cause a delay in his ability to withdraw funds from his retirement account. When he countered back with another question, they repeated that it could cause him to be delinquent could cause a delay in his retirement funds. And a third time it was repeated again. So he put himself on hold. I asked him to ask the question, if I do not repay this loan at the end of the year, what happens? And at that point, the person on the line said, if you do not pay it back, you'll be considered delinquent. And this will be considered a taxable withdrawal and you'll you'll have to pay taxes on that uh, amount and at that point we were both satisfied with the answers that we were given and he closed out the call the very first time I've heard any kind of conversation like this with anybody from TSP and it was extremely concerning to this retired federal employee, because the very word delinquent caused him a lot of anxiety and, and stress. He, he didn't want to be delinquent on an account. 
And so I literally had conversation with him about what would happen with his account if he wrote a check and sent it to the TSP versus letting that small amount become a taxable amount for him at the end of the year. You know, that's just a little concerning to me. Now, my opinion doesn't really matter. I'm retired. I draw a pension uh, from the same organization he retired from. Does that give me a right to have an opinion? You can argue for that. You can argue against that. What it does do is it puts me in a position of understanding that I now have a new position in the way I want to educate the folks that come to me for help and assistance. That's a brand new way that TSP has started presenting information. And then I understood why the letter no longer contained the information about that taxable event that would happen if the funds were not paid back. So I just think that's information that is worthy of being shared. And then the final thing that took place in my office, not, not many weeks after that, was when an employee who had a job um, that did not allow them access to a computer. They did not own a computer. So they had asked if they could use my computer to access their TSP account to process a withdrawal. And I said, sure. So I happened to be sitting by them because they had asked if I would help oversee what they were doing. And so they were processing a withdrawal, went all the way through the screens. And I will say that the new updates that they have done to that process has made that withdrawal request much easier. There is major improvements to that. Finding it on the screen is so much easier than what had happened right after uh, the transition last year. He went through the whole process fairly easy, easily. There is a, a very lengthy uh, disclosure that they have to read through and uh, uh, agree to. And so when he finished having it totally accurate, he hits submit. And when he hits submit, immediately a red error came, message came up that instructed him to call TSP. So he attempted to do something different and that error message would not go away. He looked at me and I told him that in all my time of helping people with TSP, I'd never seen that message before, which was a true statement. So I said, I think you better call TSP because I'm not sure what the status of your withdrawal request is with that error message present. So once again, he called TSP, got a very quick answer. He said, I'm trying to withdraw some funds. He said, I hit submit on my withdrawal request and it instructs me to call. Um, the other person on the other end never missed a beat. You could hear a few clicks on a computer, what sounded like a keyboard. And this person went through reading what I believe was the disclosure again with major emphasis on that if you go through with this withdrawal, it could, it could, uh, and I'm not, this is not going to be a direct quote, but it could impact your retirement funds. It could impact uh, your balance for retirement. It could impact and there were several of those phrases about how it could negatively impact and 
you know, fortunately, this particular person just stayed stoic. He never moved a muscle. He never moved, I mean, his eyesight stayed right on the screen. And when this lengthy disclosure, I don't know what else to call it, was read to him, the person on the other line said, do you have any questions? And he said, just one. And they said, what is your question? And he said, will you now please process my withdrawal? And they said, yes. And we could hear the button click. And, and that person said, your withdrawal is now processed. And he said, thank you. And he ended that call. And once again, I just thought, wow. Wow. Hmm. I have an opinion that I'll hold to myself. I'm sharing real live experiences that you may or may not have because the next several people that came into my office did not have that same experience. But I want you to be prepared. That's what we do at FEBC. We do our level best to have you prepared for whatever scenario you might experience in your federal career or in your federal retirement. That's what we do. And if you've got questions, you can reach us at our um, email at elizabeth at febcnow.com. You can go to our website, which is www.febcnow.com. Or you can call us at 918-396-5171. And I'm happy to answer your questions or just have a nice chat with you about your strategic federal retirement plan or all of the above. We love to talk to you. We love to help you with your benefit questions. We love to talk about federal retirement. This is Elizabeth and I'll talk to you real soon.